How many of you come with expectation to hear from God this morning? Come on, I said, how many of you come with expectation to hear from God this morning? Thank you, Father. Ah, His mercy endures forever. This morning, I want to... I'm going to go from the subject beyond the veil. Beyond the veil. Beyond the veil. And I want to... Help us to understand the possibilities that are in Christ Jesus. Uh, I don't know about you, but I don't want to live below the standard of what the blood did. I'm going to say that one more time. I don't know about you. I want to have access to all that he died for. I don't want to live a Christian life haphazardly on uh, religious obligationary thought patterns. I want to know all that he died for and what I have access to by his death and his resurrection. So I want to talk about beyond the veil. And I want to help us go forward this morning. Somebody say, it's my time. Come on, I want you to believe that this morning. Say, it's my time. It is your time. It is your time. It is your time. It's your turn and your time. Hallelujah. John 5, 1 through 8. And after this, there was a feast of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now they're in Jerusalem by the sheep gate, a pool which was called in Hebrew, Podesta. Having five porches in these laid a great multitude of sick people, blind, lame, paralyzed, waiting for the moving of the water. For an angel went down in a certain time into the pool and stirred up the water. Then whoever stepped in first after the stirring of the water was made well of whatever disease he had. Now a certain man was there who had an infirmity 38 years. How many years? Ooh, that's a long time. When Jesus saw him lying there, he knew that he already had been in that condition a long time. And he said to him, do you want to be made well? What a question. What a question. The sick man answered him, Sir, I have no man to put me into the pool when the water is stirred up. But while I am coming, another steps down before me. Jesus said to him, Rise up, take up your bed and walk. And immediately, when? When? One more time, when? Immediately. Ah. The man was made well, took up his bed. And walk. You may be seated. I'm believing for an immediately blessing this morning. <laughs> how many of y'all need an immediately blessing this morning? Come on, how many of you need an immediate uh, uh, tra- transformation this morning? Come on, how many of you need an immediate uh, uh, answer this morning? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
I'm excited about what God is doing here, and, and we had an awesome time at our men's gathering yesterday. Uh, hallelujah. Yes, sir. Pastor Kelvin, uh, uh, Minister Kelvin, I, I told you it keep coming out. It keep coming out. Minister Kelvin there, he, he uh, you know, he always pushing, pushing my buttons. And he put something in the group me. I believe you put this scripture in the group me this week, uh, Minister Kelvin. And he said something, but yesterday it brought something else out of what God wants to share to us this morning. There, there are things and there are worlds. The Bible says, by faith, we understand that the what? Now, there's an S on that. There is what? World. So you're, not li you're living in one world. But there are worlds. A lot of times that's hard for us to understand because we think there's just earth and heaven. But you don't understand beyond earth and heaven there are worlds. If I would tell you that there are, there are people here that are not necessarily humans that's walking around like you. Uh, we're going to have to read our Bible a little more. The problem with us is we think the context of what we live is the only truth that we live in. And I was sharing with them that, you know, I used to work a place and I used to ride with the, with the guys in the van when I was, you know, there's managers. They sit up here and we ride in the van together as workers, hands. And I used to sit in the van and, I, I, you know, I was doing it for a job to make money. But we have conversation and they live in the world that I don't live in. Now, I used to live in that world based on where I come from, but I don't live there. And I was helping them understand that's the world that you live in. But everybody don't live in that world. The problem with us believing that wherever we are, and that's everybody context, that's a problem. Your address and your state, your residence, even in your mind, is not everybody's residence. Just because that's your experience don't make that my experience. Just because that's your story and your facts don't make that my facts. You cannot put, there are worlds to this. Somebody say there are worlds to this. One of the things that we have to understand, there are pathologies, there are thought patterns, there are frameworks that we have to understand there are worlds to. So he said there was a pool of Bethesda, and back then they didn't have hospitals like we have them. And he said there was the sick, there was the lame, there was the blind. There are, they had their own porches, they had their own mindsets. They had their own sicknesses. And those frameworks, those 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 uh, uh, defaults in them, they created their own space. So they will put all these people in that space. If you're sick, lame, blind, whatever, you go into this space. And in that space, they would have a, 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 an appointed time. Somebody said appointed time. At an appointed time, the pool would be stirred up, and whoever is sick, you go to the pool and get healed. But you had to wait for the what? Appointed time. You couldn't just be healed. You had to wait for the what? The problem with just appointed times is many of us are waiting, and we're missing appointed times, but we're still waiting for the next time. <laughs> I've been going through year after year, and I'm waiting for my time. I've been going through this for a long time, and I'm waiting for my. So I'm going to stay on my porch. I want you to think about your porches this morning. 
Uh, okay, let's, let's explain poetry. See, sometimes there are defaults, there's things, there's frameworks that we come from. There's thought patterns, uh, 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 things that we are crippled in. And if we're not careful, we start to build doctrines around what we go through. Where Jesus used to be something, now he's not because I'm not seeing the answer or the manifestation of it in my life. So instead of being mad at God, instead of being angry with my understanding, I just dress around my porch. I'm not necessarily going out of it and I'm not necessarily going behind of it, but I'm just in my porch. You ever been by grandma house and I love grandma house, you know, but it always had that same smell. It always have that, and, and everything is a, you understand, and if, even if they move sometimes, you get that same atmosphere. And they're wrong with that, you know, you, you understand. The thing that we have to understand is we love to dress around what we don't understand. Not knowing that God loves the realm of not understanding. He brings understanding where there is no understand, but it's called faith. Peter didn't understand how I can walk on water, but he said, come. Ah, Moses didn't understand how this sea was going to open, but he said, open it. There are times they didn't know where the healing was coming, but he said, be healed, stand up and walk. The problem with it is that has to go, be, that goes against my theology of what I'm experiencing. I really feel this. Have you ever had somebody say, well, just pray. You're like, I got a headache. And they like, just pray for it. And you're thinking in your head, I got a headache. What are you, you tell me I pray for it. You pray for it. <laughs> Come on. Can we be honest this morning? Even myself, I'm going through, you know, my family going. I'm, listen, I'm not extent from this. I don't get sick because I don't have a plan B. I, I, in me, I say I don't get sick. So I walk around people. Like, no, you, you're not going to put that on me. That's, I don't have no other option, so that's my level of faith. But I got to learn how to give that to my family. Amen. So I'll be around. I've been to hospitals praying over people. They say, you need a mask. I say, I'm fine. Because this place in me, God is Lord. Come on, that don't mean in every place he's Lord. I got to learn how to make him Lord to transfer that also. Can y'all be honest this morning? See, there are places that God is Lord in us, but there's places that he's not. And those are the places that he has to dismantle. That's that porch that we dress so well. How many porches do you have? You know what I actually I was reading this for some reason I thought that said 18 years. That said how many years? Now I'm reading what you read. I'm like, wait, hold on. Did I read that? I've been studying this. That's 38 years. Somebody say appointed time. There are appointed times, there are set times, and there's eternal. There are what? Appointed times, set times, and they're eternal. The problem with us is, and I tell you guys all the, all the time, there's a present truth 
there's a past truth and there's a that's why many times you read the Bible. He say, and this present truth. What do you mean this present truth? So you're telling me there's a present time and a present truth. But there is a possibility that where you can join all three of them and you know the eternal truth. (laughs) What we have to come to understanding is faith because you are of God. Let me slow down here. Let me let me give you some more scripture here. Let, let, Let me help you understand something real quick. The Bible says by faith, you understand that these worlds are what? Frame, form. By faith. The problem with us is we think that God just figured it out even 2,000 years ago. We think that when Satan did that, that's when our freedom came. Not knowing that our freedom came when we was on the scene. I'm going to stop all of you in your track just for me. I'm going to say that again. The problem with us is we think that freedom came 2,000 years ago. Yet he said, the lamb was slain before what? I'm a, I want you to think real quick. <laughs> Yet he said the lamb was slain when? Before the foundation of the world. So you thought when the enemy did what he did, that set the story. But no, Jesus been set the story. You think it's when the devil does something to your life. God is trying to figure out like, oh, danger, because he's here. Not knowing that these things were set before the. I'm going to stay right there just for a second. They were set when? Before the foundations of the world. The lamb was slain before the found. Abraham tapped into a fate that wasn't even there yet. By faith, what do you mean? It wasn't slain yet. So he tapped into the eternal truth and understanding. That tells me that I have a possibility to tap into. I don't have to wait for the water to turn. I can come into a faith that's already done and say it is finished. That's why God told you it's not yes and no with me. It's yes and so you keep telling God, well, you see, we've made the, the doctrine of the devil has took over the body's mindsets. We think we have appointed times. So we waiting based on what the devil is doing. So everything we do in our Christian life is determined based on what he does to us. So we always on defense, never come to offense. So I'm a Christian to play defense. So every time I come to service, it's always what the devil is doing to me. I never have a testimony of what he's already overcome in me. I'm trying to tell you something. The problem with that God is trying to tell you that you are more than a conqueror because of what I've already done. He's, he want his body to learn to grow up. And get out of defense and come into offense. The problem with us is we think Christ and the blood is only for the devil. You didn't know that the blood was actually against. It was saving you from God, not the devil. The blood was what? Who sent the plague? Who sent the plague? Who told him to put the blood there? (laughs) So 
so the problem is you think you're always fighting against the enemy. Yet the lamb was slain. Even when the devil did with this, yet the, de- the, the lamb was slain. Uh, maybe I'm talking too. Uh, let me let me slow down. God is trying to get us to understand. That, but, but you know what the problem with us is? Uh, let's read the second Timothy three one. <clears throat> but know this, that in the last days, in the what days? The last days, perilous times will come for men will be what? Lovers of them. Lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemy, disobedience to parents, unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanders without what? Self-control. I don't know about you, but I feel like it's been harder to hold self-control in these, these days. Brutal, despisers of good, traitors, headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasures rather than lovers of having a form of godliness, but denying its Power and from such people turn away, which means that when people don't see the manifestation of the God to be. It's hard for me to believe what you're saying when you can't manifest what you. I always tell you all, you don't have to talk a lot when you can prove it. (laughs) The problem with believers is we love to talk a lot because we haven't spent that time talking, learning how to manifest. Because if I can show you it, I don't have to tell you it. I'm going to say that again. If I can show it to you, I don't have to talk it to you. So we have to understand in these last days, it's not that we don't understand the eternal. It's the, the problem is we're loving more things than what God has brought in the eternal. Come on. Can we be honest for a second? How many of you say it's been this hard over all your years? It's been harder to fast these days. It's been harder. Come on, I don't know about you. My hand is up. I'm not doing this for you. I'm doing this for me. This this is for me. Hallelujah. It's been harder to pray these days. Yeah, you used to do it just, just, you know what I'm saying? I used to fast for days on and with ease. I I throw that plate down. But today I'm like, God, God, you know I'll do that prayer thing later. (laughs) Let's go make this happen. There are things that we don't not understand that we're starting to love. We're becoming lovers of our because we're justifying ourselves for ourselves by ourselves. But we're looking for the answer behind the behind the veil. That's already torn. I hope y'all can read through the lines this morning. That's already torn. Most of us are living the Old Testament gospel when you have a New Testament Christ. <laughs> You're living the Old Testament gospel when you have a New Testament Christ. Out of anybody, this church should know that you are not sinners anymore. You are not. Uh, God doesn't look at you that way. Anytime anybody stumbled, he'll call it a stumble, a fall. He'll never say you're a sinner. He said, if you stumble, get back up. He'll say stuff like that. Like we talk to babies. Oh, he stumbled. We know he's just going to get back up. He never call you sinners, though, because you're saved by him, not you. Are you hearing what I'm saying? 
So what I want you to understand is he's saying that in the last days, we're starting to love things that we don't really understand that why we're loving it. Because it's just like a consciousness and we really want out. How many of y'all want out? Come on, I want out. I don't know about you. I want out of this thing. <laughs> I really desire to do more than I and be more. I really do. I'm not trying to be, you know, a Helen, Helen Easter. You know, I'm not trying to be I'm not trying to be that. I really want to do the right thing. But this flesh, all the stuff, the social media, the, the friends, everybody just having fun, everybody growing in things, and it's just a lot. And what we're not understanding is we are being framed by a thing when we're not framed by his eyes. You're being uh, you're learning to love something and without denial, you can't see beyond your level of denial. I'm going to say that again. The problem with us is his body was broken for you. It was because it was broken. It allowed that veil to be torn for him to come out. But now he's in you for what's in you to come out of you has to be. So if you don't never learn how to break. It cannot come outside of you. The problem with us is we have become so loved. Let me tell you, the spirit of gluttony, there are spirits around that we don't talk about no more. We don't talk about no more. Nobody's having a conversation about. Can I go down this road just for a second? Because I talk to people that are mad at God, but they forgot that it's our choice that what we do to our bodies. You hear what I'm saying? I talk to people that, that are mad at God, but with the cigarette just kept coming. It kept coming. But God, they did the good. They kept, but the, it kept coming. It wasn't about. It was self-consciousness for self-abuse. Had nothing to do with God. God set before them life and he told you to choose. Ah. Don't ever blame God for what you didn't decide to choose. I'm going to say that again. Don't ever blame God for what you did not decide to. I know it's hard because it, it comes to that place. But you got to understand it wasn't God. See, some of us want God to be a dictator. God, control me. He said, I won't. Because if I control you, that's not real love to me. I, I, I made you do it. If I make you a minister and you don't love it. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, see, some of us don't like ministry. We just want to go to heaven. When, when you learn to love the people that I called you to love, this love will cast out the fear to taste them the way I called you to taste them. So the reason why you're having a problem going after them is because you're lacking the love in you. And if you learn how to get the love back in you, you're not afraid of what they told you about your papers. You're not afraid about what they told you about how you're unqualified. You're not afraid of that. You go around it. You go through it. You go above it. But you get it done. Today, God is calling believers to get it done. Somebody say, get it done. I don't care what you got to do. You need to learn how to get it done. He didn't ask them. He said, I left for a while, the three servants, and I came back. Did you get it 
done. They, he didn't ask them how they got it done. He didn't ask them when they got it done. He said, did you get it done? The problem is we keep waiting on God to get it done when he already graced you to get it done. Let me shock you for a second. And I don't want to twist this around. God, God was so into his sons that sometimes he turned his face to some of the things that they did. You remember the liar that said his wife was his friend? What, what did he say? That's my friend, my cousin. And the king was like, cool, come on, wife. And God, God spoke to the, the, the evil king and said, hey, he said, huh? Isn't that something how evil people hear God too? Oh, oh, you thought you didn't hear God because you had to be holy. See, we, we don't, ah, you, you keep thinking because what you're doing, you don't hear God. That's a lie. That's not true. You hear God. You just, it's, it's just been distorted through all those other voices. All right, let's get back to the story. So, so he, he took the wife. He said, hey, what are you talking about? And he said, that was his friend, his cousin. He said, so I don't kill you. I want to go, go give him a seed and, and you're going to pray to me and I'm going to spare your life. And that's something how God even spares the. And then he said, why you lie to me, man? But this is what's interesting about that. You never read a scripture that God called him a liar. Even when God wanted to destroy people, and, 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 and Moses even destroyed people. He, he opened the portal. God didn't say, why do you do that? He said, oh, what happened? What I'm trying to tell you is we're not seeing the relational equity, a relational context with God. When you become like God, become with God, God thinks the way you think. He starts thinking through you. The problem is we got to get in a relationship that's strong enough to hold the context of what he's trying to bring you into. We had a good men's thing yesterday because I, I, I told them we went into some practice about business and practice about and they were like you know what we don't learn this stuff in church and i'm wondering why and that's why we split between the world and the church we come to church to go to heaven but we go to the world meeting spend thousands of dollars to do that thing because they taught us we only come here for holiness we go out there to make it happen now how in the world does that work and we're wondering why people are leading in, in, in places, things are coming up, and we're crying about it, but we're just looking at it saying, well, I'll be at church next week. But what about the one that he put in you? For the perfecting of the saints, for the, for the what? what? The what? Who does the work? Who? Oh, the saints supposed to be doing the work. Oh, but we're waiting on the, We're waiting on the stirring of the, uh, the appointed time to do the work. Are y'all keeping here? Come on, come on, somebody say, let's go deeper. So he said, having therefore, brethren, boldness to enter into the holiness by the blood of Jesus, by the new and living way which hath consecrated us.
for us through the veil that is say his flesh, which means Christ's flesh has broken. Like I just said, that was the veil. When it broke, it allowed him to come out to get to you. That's why you have access to him freely. You hear what I'm saying? But what's in you cannot come out until you are. That's what he mean by carry your cross. That's why he mean you die to this life and your real life is hidden in Christ. So there are things that if we're more lovers of in our daily lives, we will never experience the him in that because he, that is Lord over him. Let me put it this way. Sometimes your soul is trying to catch up with your, the new spirit in you. The veil was torn. He came in, but your soul don't know he came in. How many of y'all feel sometimes my soul don't understand yet? <laughs> I'm trying to get my soul to understand. You need to act right. You need to understand that he that is within me is greater than he that is in the world. <laughs> yeah, sometimes hey, you shut up. Uh-uh, get that. So act right. <laughs> get this thing to act right. Somebody help me. So there's a new living way that God is calling us to live. Somebody say a new way. Somebody say a new life. You have a new life and a new way by the spirit of God that's in you. Stop judging your soul. You're saved by the spirit that is in you. But we're talking about a deeper level where it's going to learn to come outside of you. Somebody say it's going to come out. Oh, it, 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 it got to come out. The only way your healing is going to come if it comes out. The only way your deliverance is coming full if it comes out. The only way your prosperity is coming if, if, if it comes out. The problem with us is we're still allowing what's in our hearts to even determine the spirit that's in us. That's why we speak the language that we speak. We talk negative against ourselves. Come on, you got to stop talking those words. I feel this. He said, listen to me. I want the weak to say they are. I want the poor to say they are. I know you feel that way, but don't you say it. I know you want to say you're hurting, but don't you say it. you got to learn to speak your way up to where you're going. I don't feel good today, but I close my mouth. I'm not going to say that. I'm going to speak life because what you don't understand, he said the words that I speak, they are spirit and they are. What you didn't know, the words that you're speaking is a person that's coming out of your mouth. Is hovering, waiting for you. The words that I speak, they are. Spirit and they are, which means if Christ Jesus is in me, the words that I speak, they're either going to bring spirit and life or death. I don't know if I can make it. So don't make it come to meet your expectation of what you just said. You know, you know, I, I don't know if y'all saw a video I put out. I, I told people to stop talking over their kids negatively because they're meeting the expectation of what you're calling them. You so bad. Guess what? He's going to meet that expectation of being bad. Oh, you don't know that one. Well, he's going to make it. You know that one. Why? Because he's you're making an expectation when you're speaking. Things are becoming alive. The, the nature is coming alive and it's adding to everything that you're saying. It's framing something by faith, by faith, by the word of God. Things were framed. You got to watch what you say. God is saying some of you, as you start speaking life, life will come. But you agreed with your words too long that you believe them. 
Somebody say I agree with his word. Not mine. Come on, not, no, no matter what I feel, I got to agree with his word. No matter what I'm going through, I got to agree with his word. No matter, come on, no matter what, what's going on in my life, I got to agree with his word. So the man at the pool of Bethesda, he's sitting there for uh, how many years? He's 30 years on his porch because now he's complaining. He, I, I don't have nobody to take me off of this porch. I've dressed it. My homies around here, you know, we made it nice and homey. We made it nice and comfortable. If you've been there for 38 years, brother, you made that comfortable. That mat is probably laid out. That thing got a, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's padded and everything. Oh, yeah, that's how our lives are. We, we make it real comfortable where we don't know how to go forward. I might not be going towards my promise, but I'm... But as long as I put my face, my church face on, I know where I'm going after this. I ain't going forward. I ain't going. I know this deficiency has me. Can I go a step further? People done prayed for it. Pastor done prayed for it. I had everybody lay hands on it, and it's still. See, y'all don't think I'll say stuff like that because y'all think I'm ashamed. I'm not ashamed of the gospel. I don't preach me. I preach. I wish I had some of the church in here. I don't preach me. I preach Christ. Pastor, what are you talking about? If it's not happening, that means we're missing something. So don't talk about my porch. Let me, let me, let me yield to my porch. Leave me alone and let me be at my porch. Let me be comfortable. Let me be comfortable where I am. Stop telling me that stuff right there because that what makes me want to take a step forward. And then because I don't understand it, you, you got me bobbling. What is your porch that you have allowed yourself to give your own self the narrative of where you feel you need to live? I hear that fake stuff, but you don't understand. I don't know how to go beyond this. I've been here too long now. I tried to do that. Somebody say I'm getting up. Come on, somebody say I'm getting up. God is going to get you up this morning. I say God is going to get you up this morning. The problem with us is... <laughs> We're on our porches and our mindsets are to wait. What's very interesting about God is he'll ask people, what do you want when he's looking at the situation they're in? And that tells me something that even though you're in that situation, don't mean that you want to get up. Ah, y'all better hear me this morning. Sometime we've sold ourselves so long that he has to ask you, what do you want? Many times he'll ask the penalty, what do you want? Which means you have to know what you want. Let me give you the principle of giving. Y'all ready? Because I'm going to help some of you all out. Because sometimes we help people beyond what they want. 
not realizing there are scriptures that's against that. He said, don't give your pearls to what is he saying until they're ready to know what you have. Even I won't give them what they want. This is why he said you have not. Be Come on, put it together. You have not because you. Uh oh, what do you want? Huh? So you've been on the phone with this person for how long? You didn't even know what they wanted. You have not because you. And when you ask, you ask with the wrong intention. So which means you're still not qualified for what you need because you're still in the wrong intention. So Jesus said, even be careful of what you're giving because you got to this place. I revealed this to you. I revealed this to you, Abel. Cain, who killed him? Who killed his brother? Cain killed Abel. I revealed this to you, Abel. Cain was just jealous. They ain't getting no fight. He was just jealous. Oh, you got, oh, you got, oh, you got something I don't got. So what you have to understand is God is looking for what do you want? Which means, watch this, watch this. Deliverance is not only coming through your belief, it's coming through what you see. You got to bring your belief to seeing your way through. Somebody say, I'm going to see my way through. Which means God is trying to bring you to see yourself healed. See yourself delivered. Come on, I've been believing too long, waiting on my belief to come manifest. But I don't go from belief to seeing. Somebody say, I'm going to see my way through. So he's, he's saying... He's saying he's been on the porch for that long. And then the word came from Jesus Christ. What just came? Eternity. Somebody say eternity came into time. What do you do when eternity come into time? Now, that's the easy. That's the easy answer. But you got to remember, we built a doctrine around our pool, our porch. See, don't forget that. See, we love to say when Jesus comes, I'm going through. I'm going through. But how many of y'all know every day you tell Jesus what you're not doing? Uh, I wish I had some real saints this morning. Come on, let's be honest. Every day you, he'll say, do this. You say, huh? Oh, that, that's not for me today. Oh, we excuse ourselves every single day. What are you talking about? He's showing you where he's not Lord. And, you, and he still loves you. He didn't tell you you're not a Christian. He didn't tell you you ain't going to heaven. He's telling you why you're failing the grave. The problem with you is you think that you're going to pass it by emotional intelligence. You think you're going to go to ninth grade from fifth grade with emotional God. You know I love you. He said, I know. No, you oh, God. Oh, I'm doing for you. And you get your songs out with your liquid love. I just feel liquid love. With all that liquid love, you better know how to overcome when he comes. I love liquid love, but I better learn how to overcome when he comes. Because, oh, listen to me. He will never, like Nunzo said, you got to go through the pressure test before he take you forward. He said, listen, I've given you, watch this, watch this, we learned this yesterday. I've given you the power to get wealth because it fulfills my covenant. Yeah. Some of us didn't know that. 
I've given you the power to get it. It fulfills a covenant. Now, what is a covenant? Somebody say contract. Now, I don't care how churchy you are. If you go on a contract with me, you better meet the requirements. You can cry all you want. I don't know about y'all. See, some of y'all too holy. Well, they ain't going to worry about it. I know I signed it, but Shatai, I'm going to just do it later on. That, that's why we're not giving much, because as much as given, much is reaped. But the problem is, we're thinking emotional. Equities is bringing us into that. Watch this. Now, knowing God loves your emotion, he loves, your, he loves all of you. But when it comes to what you're qualified for, you have to show, be proven through the test. Because as a good father, if I allow you the keys... Well, you haven't passed the test. You're going to hurt yourself and you'll hurt others, too. So it wasn't about I don't love you. That's not why I'm I, I, I need you to understand why you need to be built strong for where I'm taking you. But the problem is we keep thinking I can get it wrong. I can still tell God where I'm Lord and he's not. Until I get to church. Till it's time to minister. And we're never coming to the place where we walk in with joy. We're always on defense. And it's nothing wrong with that. We're growing. But how many years have we been in church on defense? When the veil has been torn. I think sometime we're thinking, Pastor, you know, God gives you a greater grace. What you got to understand is, no matter what I go through, I don't live about what I go through. I live based on the son of Jesus. I lived on what he did, not what I'm doing. I live in the mindset of who he is, not who I am. The problem with us is we keep putting your mind over his mind. It is not what I do. My life is hidden in Christ Jesus. I set my mind above. Somebody say I'm going above. So let me ask you, where are you supposed to be walking where you still on the porch? Some of you are working too hard when you're supposed to be working smart because you're still on the porch. Some of you working beyond what you're supposed to be because you're still on the. Can I tell y'all like it is? Well, some of y'all like, huh? I heard like three yeses. Maybe we need to switch this around. <laughs> They're like, I don't know, Pastor. I don't know if you show, you show me this, that means you're going to make me do something. The problem with us is, is why are you so prideful in you that you're going you're gonna to live for you, not live in him? What is so good about you that you love you more than what he died for you? I ask myself this question. How is it that it's so fair that I can complain about who I am when he died for me to come become who he is? Are, are y'all hearing what I'm saying? So I have to ask myself in the mirror, who am I? That I can take my weakness and say, God, see my weakness when he said I already paid for it. Oh, so you better than what I paid for. Oh, so you tell me who you are rather than telling me who I am. Oh, so you became your own idol. Oh, that's what we do. This is not a condemnation topic. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? 
I'm sure y'all God is seeing it. He's saying, I've never rebuked you like you think I am. That's a lie. I don't know where you get that from. I've been trying to walk you through what I've been for you the whole time. I'm trying to walk you through what my blood has covered you the whole time. That's why I've called mercy to follow you all the days of your life. But you keep looking at you and saying, see why I can't be? You see why I have to wait? It's not my turn yet. I mean, I'm not going to ask you how many of you feel like it's not your turn yet. I don't want to sweep the church out this morning. Turn off the light. <laughs> let, let, me, let, me, let me stay in this vein over here. And I apologize that people made you think that you had to wait for your turn. The problem is you feel like you got to wait for your turn. You got to wait for your blessing. You got to wait for your miracle. How many of you know that's an Old Testament thing? But when you came under the blood of Jesus, the eternal value has come into you. He said it's not yes and no with me. You need to understand it's yes and amen. Many of you are living below the sequence of what the blood of Jesus already covered. So why don't I have it? You're still living out of your mindset about who you think Christ is. Let me show you how, how I know that. Most of us think that Shatalabronda is still only for Wednesday and Sunday. We didn't know that was for the meeting that you need to go through. We didn't know that was for the studying that God told you to do. We didn't know that that was for the schooling that God told you to understand, to learn, to in, get the intellect, get the, the, the requirements to understand. How in the world are you going to be the head of the tail of a, a million dollar firm and you don't know how to handle your hundred dollars? But religiously, we think God is just going to make it happen. Oh, I am the head and I did. How long you been here? I'm sorry. I, I, I go straight, straight, straight right there. Because why are we trying to override, build out, that's that dressing of the porch. We, we dress it with scriptures that we don't understand. Jesus asked him, why are you not ill? Well, you know, I have nobody. Ah, I have nobody to push me on in. Every time I go, my turn, they take my turn. Who are you feeling that's stopping your progression? I'm going to ask you again. Who have you been blaming year after year after year after year? Oh, I know I didn't make it this year. I'll tell you. you got a whole list of who, who didn't make, help you make it. Well, I know because this and, you know, well, they was in my way and then my children and then my spouse and then, you know, then the job. and Oh, we got a whole lit laundry list. Yet Jesus is saying, pick up your mat and. Who said it? So which world are you living in? What you don't understand is, he said, by faith, we understand that the, the problem is you're still living in the world of situation. You're still living in the world of circumstance. So everything that you do in your life is depending on your circumstance. It's not depending on faith in Christ Jesus towards your purpose. Not knowing that your purpose will take care of the circumstance. Every problem in your life, you wake up to, I got to deal with the circumstance. I got to deal. So your world that you live in is 
circumstance. So everything you have faith for is beating the air towards circumstance. I don't. Everything is about what I need to take care of defense. <laughs> Somebody say, I'm going forward. Come on. Come on, I'm going forward. The problem with you isn't that we, you know what, yesterday we talked about value. Believers don't know how to come into their potential and value. And you're wondering why you're not molding into what he called in the character of you to be. For the light to shine, for them to come to you. Because every time they see you, you you in circumstance world. Well, you girl, you know I got to pay the, you know, girl. And homegirl, like, I'm about to hit it, girl. Yeah. She had more happy than you. She's like, hey, you, you ready to go? You know Jim and John is down there. Hey. And in your Christian mind, there go you. You, you cut out Jesus. Yeah. You know what, girl? I'm, I'll be there in five minutes. Let me go get my dress out. <laughs> Why? Because you live out of circumstance. But if you would have known purpose, you would have told her, I can't go. Not because I got to pay a bill. Not because my, my heater not on. But because I'm becoming something greater is he that is in me that's in the world. Most of us are making lesser decisions where you need to be making destiny decisions. That's why you're still keeping the company around the pool that you need to let go of. You love familiar spirits. You love familiar conversations. You love familiar get-outs. Those are coping mechanisms that's keeping you out of your purpose, and you know it. You know it because I know it sometimes. I'm sitting there like, I am wasting time, and I'm still sitting there. I'm wasting time. Didn't you just say you're wasting time? But I'm wasting time. I know I'm wasting time. How long are you going to sit there and tell yourself you're wasting time? Somebody say, get up. Come on, say, get up. You are not going to magically meet your purpose. You are not going to magically meet your destiny. You've got to learn how to get up in the grace of God and live out what he's called you to live. Grace is not for his responsibility. He's given you the responsibility through faith for grace. That's why in the last day he's going to say, what did you do with my grace that I gave you? Oh, you thought you was going to tell him what the devil did. I thought I can go tell him what my deformity was. You know I wasn't able to make it because the devil. Did you not know that the lamb was slain before the foundation? Why are you telling me what the devil did? Did you know that deformity was for my grace to come deeper in you? But you loved the world. You loved yourself. You loved everything around you. Much more than you loved me to understand what I was trying to bring through you. Are y'all hearing me this morning? The problem with us and why we lack deliverance is what we're giving. I'm going to say that one more time. Don't go in the law with me. Go with me just for a second. The Bible told you to present your, present your, let me see, here we go. Ah, there we go. I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the, by the what? Now understand, mercy is not grace. Mercy gives you the ability to accept the grace. 
Okay? Mercy is there even in your sin. But mercy is saying, although you're in sin, I still have a role for you to go to receive my strength to come out of your sin. Does that make sense? Because a lot of people say, oh, that's grace. No, that's not grace. Grace don't allocate. It's not allocated for your pleasures, desires, yours I'm talking about. But mercy is there to say, hey, there's another way that you can start walking towards and you can grab his grace. And when you meet that pressure again, you're going to learn to choose him, not that. Come on, stay with me because this is important. So what's happening is we're on the mercy train. And what's happening is we're telling, saying, Jesus, 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 but we're still choosing what we want to choose and saying, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. And saying, why is it not working? Because in the, God said, I'm a jealous God. Why are you still choosing that over me? You have faith in that more than you have faith in me. So it wasn't that I can't come. It wasn't that I wasn't coming. There was still something in you that you desire deeper than me. Oh, y'all hear what I'm saying? So when, when God said, son, I know you have faith for healing, but your house is going through. I need you to fast for two days and I'll, I'll, I'll break it off. I'll do one and a half. I'm like, it's just soup, God. Now watch this. It's not only that God is, oh, you see, this is why healing is not coming. That's not what he's doing. He's saying, you see why you need to stay with me through every step of the way, number one. And number two, this is why we go into condemnation. We become double-minded in what we're saying. So I come with the healing, but now I believe that soup messed my blessing up. Y'all don't want me to be honest this morning. I believe the cracker did it. I know it's small, but the cracker did it. So I condition myself to believe that it's my work still that get me the fulfillment of the blessing. So we are still, the reason why we're still working is because we still believe that it works. Ah, We still believe, you still believe that if you do better, you're going to get better. You still, you still believe the Old Testament over the New. <laughs> I'm still believing the works. What do you feel like you got to do to get there? Oh, so you can do to get there now. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? I'm looking at some of you. You're so wise. You're so smart. You got the degrees and you don't got them. But you have way more than what you think you got. I'm using the less that I have and using for the greater purposes. But you have the more and you're not even seeing what you have. Because you still believe that you got to do a work to get it. Because you believe work still work. You believe work still. So you still going to work to get the work. To do the work. So let me ask you, is is it the works or is it faith? No, come on. No, 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 no. Don't say it quickly because you're just in church. Let's think about this. Because before we even start this conversation, if I ask you, where are you all with God? You were going to tell me what you need to work for. 
Well, you know, God has been saying to me that I just need a little deeper love. I just need that liquid love. If I can just get to the liquid love. That might be true, but if you don't understand the reason why he's getting you there for you to come into understanding of him, because the reality of it is, it's not all about your set time prayer. He told you to pray always in the spirit. What is he saying? Have that song playing in your spirit, in your heart always, which means we don't turn it off and turn it on. You're supposed to be in the spirit. Watch this. In the world of the spirit. The problem is we don't know the, the spirit is a new world. So the reason why you don't see what you need to see because you're still living out of the old world. Are y'all hearing me? The worlds were framed. When you come in the spirit, this is earth realm world. This is spirit realm world. So you're seeing the earth, but you're walking in the spirit. You're like, that's that, but that's not that. Not knowing that Christ called you to deal with the earth from the. Because ah. how can you deal with the earth from the earth? The problem with us is we're still trying to deal with the earth from the earth. Well, it's not getting better. I gave him the word. But did you give him the word from the earth or you gave him from the word from the spirit? <laughs> you you down here giving them the word. Are you giving them from here or are you giving it from here? It's a difference when you understand that the world, the word has to come through you through the spirit. When are you going to live your potential? That's in Christ Jesus. Or you keep going and trying to work to get the work done. Because you're not working. It is not I who live. It is not what? It is not I, singular, who live. But it's the Christ that is in me. And the life that I now live, I live in the son of the living God. Well, you have to understand, if you get that eye out, you will see beyond the eye. If you can learn to get the eye out, you'll be able to see beyond the. Why are you going to live in good when you can live in perfection? Therefore, brethren, and do not be conformed to this world, but be ye by the re. Now, which mind did you get when you renewed it? You sure? So you renewed it, but you're still talking earthly. Oh, Jesus. You show you renewed. Because everything just came out your mouth was earthly. You still don't believe you can make it. You're still doubting yourself. How in the world did you renew your mind? The mind that's in Christ has under... He knows the finish. He's not in this present time. He's not in the future time. He's from the beginning to the end. Did you renew it or did you do something out of obligation? Because what you don't want to give up. Let me tell you, you all something. You will never reach a certain level in God. I don't care how much you pray if you're not willing to give up some stuff. This is why 
God doesn't live in your realm. He even proved it to you. That's why the Bible says, and Jesus went to pray and Jesus fasted. Now, why is a man, God, fasting and praying when he is all? But you don't think I ain't got to do nothing. I ain't got to be broken. He already broke for me. He did. But he still told you to carry, cross, die, walk. Because he understands when the flesh is louder than his spirit. You're not honing into the finished work. God told me to tell you this morning that some of you on the porch. You're living out of your deficiencies. And you've dressed them so well. That you don't even recognize that you're living out of the deficiency. You recognize it a little bit, but because you've accepted it. You can't allow God to touch it because you've accepted it. You hear what I'm saying? Yet the finished work is calling out for you. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? God is trying to get you to understand it's by faith that the worlds were framed, which means the worlds is what we have to learn to live from. The new world by the spirit of God. By the what? Which means when he said that the spirit of God, you be led by the spirit. Don't walk according to your eyes. To your conscience, I want you to walk according to my mind in Jesus Christ in the spirit, which means when he say walk by the spirit, live by the spirit, he was telling you to live in a new world. He was telling me to do what? Why are we down if we live in a new world? The gospel is is being more shown to me also. And I'm realizing that over the years we have learned to live out of an Old Testament gospel and not the New Testament. What do I mean by that? The ups and downs is an Old Testament gospel. But staying up is a New Testament. Because you're not staying up because of what you've done and not doing or what you don't what you feel. You're staying up because of what he's already done. The mental block is because we are have made this porch so comfortable. And it's so familiar that God is saying, are you going to believe my word over yours? How many of you desire to go further in what God said? How many of you know there's more than in you than what you're doing? I told you before we started this year, we're not going to make them same excuses. You're going to fight me. Yes, you will. You're going to kick and scream. But see, sometimes let me tell you something. So, have you ever been to the doctor, took a child to the doctor? They're trying to help the, help the child and they're kicking and screaming. Then I'm just trying to put the medicine. You can't just put the bandaid on that. You. You've been trying to bandaid that thing. The doctor's saying ah, you need some medicine, but you're kicking and screaming. 
Like, no, you're trying to kill me. No, I'm trying to put medicine on it. But you're like, no. I, I. Watch this. I know. You know what? My family been through. They just put a Band-Aid on it. My, my parents did this. They just put a Band-Aid on it. No. I'm going to do the same thing. Y'all ever heard of the turkey story? Uh, my father had to say the turkey story where for Thanksgiving, a lady was making Thanksgiving and the turkey was too big for the pot. And it couldn't fit. And 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 and, and so <laughs> Well no 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 I'm sorry. She the, the lady had a bigger pot, but she was cutting the she was cutting the leg, cutting the turkey, cutting a lot of it, and putting it in the pot, and she thought to herself, why am I cutting it if it can fit in the pot? Okay, so she called her mom and said, Mom, why do we cut the turkey like this to make it fit in the pot? I said, I don't know. I just did it because my mom did it. So she called the grandmother and said, Grandmother, why do we why why do we cut the turkey to, to, to put it in the pot? Oh, he said, oh, baby, I had to do that because I didn't have a big enough pot. So you're telling me I've been cutting off the food that I paid for. I've been living out of this thing. Not knowing the root of it is because they didn't have the ability to do it, which means most. And because we're all black in here, you're living out of an old frame. I'm going to touch it real quick. You're living out of a deficiency. You're sitting on the porch because of who you think you are. Well, the government did it to me. Well, you don't understand. No, 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 no. Well, my family did. You got to learn who he is. You declared that you are saved by grace through faith. You declared that you don't live out of that narrative no more. Somebody say, I'm coming out. Get up. Come on, it's time for you to get up out of your deficiency. It's time for you to get out of your framework. It's time for, come on, get out of that poverty mindset. I break that poverty spirit in you today. I break that less than poverty spirit in you today. I break those broken promises in you today. You got to learn to live above and not beneath. God, I want to go higher, but you're allowing yourself to live out of religious forms instead of consecrated character forms of Christ. It's not going to be easy. Yesterday, my son and daughter's school, I went to an auction. Oh, and they do it big. They definitely do it big because that school ain't cheap. Hallelujah. Y'all pray for us. But I'm, I'm, I'm thinking it's a you know, little more. But I, I know they do it big, but I didn't know they do it that big. And the guy up there doing, you know, he going through the solid knock the auctions and oh, twenty five, oh, they starting no twenty five, no, no, thousand, ah, thousand. You know, I'm like, wait, wait, hold on, you know, hold on, let me get my shine, huh? You know, thousand, thousand. You know, I found a Disney one. It was good. Four tickets, four tickets. I'm like, oh yeah, I, 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 I can do a thousand. Yeah, uh huh. Uh, all right, start at thousand. As soon as I threw my hand, about five other people. Oh, two. It switched to three. It stopped at eighty-five thousand, eighty-five hundred dollars. No, it's nine thousand. Hey, hey, hey! Somebody say, but I'm in the room. I'm going to help y'all out somewhere. The problem with you is you've been in the van too long with everybody else living out of that world. 
God is putting you in rooms to show you there is more that I'm calling you to. I'm not even, I'm just letting you taste it. You're going to window shop just for a little bit. But there's a time, oh, I wish I had somebody here. There's a time that you're not going to ask for it. You're going to just declare it yours. You know, I got a problem with her. I, mean, I can't put my side up no more. I'm kind of mad. Wait, hold on. I'm growing up. You know, they start, they, they battling. Uh, the 55, 6,000. I mean, you know, everybody else, like, everybody else at my table, like, oh, I ain't got that. But I'm like, no, I don't want to. I'm in the spirit of the game. Because even though they got it, they even had a limit in themselves. I'm talking about the table I was at. Some of them were still limited in themselves. Even though they had enough to go to the school, they're still limited in their talk. But I'm at the table. I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say that because my father is almighty God. See, if you're religious, you hear money. You're missing the whole picture. The Bible says all things are yours in heaven and on. So you think that you're supposed to just make it. How many of y'all think you're just supposed to make it? That make you a good Christian just to make it. What I'm trying to tell you is you're in an apartment for us a period of time, but your house is coming. Come on. The gas is. I know the car is acting funny, but you're coming into a new one. Oh, here go pastor doing that prosperity stuff. Let me tell you something. You'll never find. I told them this. You'll never find somebody over you to talk about you. It's always people under you that's always talking about people because they're mad. Watch it. They're mad because they don't got it. Isn't that something? People don't talk to that level. They don't talk about that because they, they know what it takes to get there. They don't have time to talk about you, what you're doing. And I don't have time to think about what you're doing and how you're not making it. Who got time for that? Why you got time for that? You spend an hour talking about what they're not doing? All right, let's back up out of here. Somebody say, I am because he is. I'm going to give you this last point. We ain't hit 12 yet. We got five minutes. That's all right. My clock said I'm done, but I got five. I'm going to take five. God is calling you to take your eyes off of your situation. Because it's your situation. It was his sickness that was causing him to keep him bound to his porch. Some of you, you don't understand there's a sickness that you keep looking at that's keeping you bound to your porch. And you're determining, you're waiting on the appointed time to get you out and then everything will be fine. But how many of you know that's, that's wrong? It's backwards. You need to learn how to access the word that come to you and learn to bring that word in you and believe it and see it for where you're going. You cannot be where you don't see. That's not a motivational statement. You will never be what you don't see. Let me show you the scripture of that. Without a vision, they're going to, which means he's saying if you don't see it, you won't come to be it. 
That's why believers don't never have plans written down. You uh, can I give y'all another business point? When I ask people, Who, uh, where you going? I'm going this. I say, where is it? Where the plan? Huh? I know you're just talking. I love you. But I know you're just talking because you haven't started the intermediate process of the planning. The problem with us is we think we just jump into it once again. Those are the religious doctrines that has been exposed on our minds. I'm going to get it because I say it and I declare it. Yeah, but what about he told you to write it down? What about he told you to make it plain? What about he told you to start walking towards it? Somebody say, I'm going, I'm coming in. Which means whatever God is calling you to do. It's your time to do it. Because faith doesn't just believe, faith moves. Faith is an action word, it's not a sitting word. Some of you, you're supposed to be getting contracts that you don't, you don't know have the whole story yet. You didn't need it. But you have it in you. There are some things, somebody come up to me right now. If I have it in me, I might have it wrote down yet, but I'll take it. What you need? You need, uh, oh, oh, yeah, that too? Oh, I can make that happen. Why, 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 why do you think like that? Because it's not just for me. It's when I can get to this, God is going to do something bigger. Because when you got the keys, the city is happy. When you got the keys, the job is happy. When you got the keys, the, the, the district is happy. The problem with believers, we keep waiting on the people to bring the stuff rather than you go get what's yours. Somebody say, go get it. Go get the keys. Go get the job. Go get the blessing. Go watch this. Watch this because we don't understand this. Go get the healing. Go get the forgiveness. He's already given it to you. You got to take it. Oh, that, that, that's it right there. You got to learn to take it. See, you didn't know you had to take forgiveness. You didn't know you had to take your miracle. You didn't know you had to take your deliverance. You got to learn to take it. The kingdom suffered, but the violent. Ah, there we go. Stand to your feet real quick. God is calling you to stop whining about it and go take it. Take the city. Take the restaurant. Take the job. Take it. Well, I don't know if I'm qualified. Forget that. Who is? What's your name? What are you born out of? And you better not tell me your last name. Well, you know I'm the daughter of. No, you're the daughter of Christ Jesus. You, before you're the daughter of that, you're the daughter of Christ Jesus. Before you're the daughter, you're the son of Christ Jesus. You better know your DNA in him. You better stop working out of that old modality, that old familiar space and place. Well, you know, they told me I'll never be nothing. That's fine. But today God told you you're going to be everything. Forget what they said. Honor them, love them. But you don't have to live out of that, baby. You don't have to live out of that, son. Learn to come up. Listen, there might be people still don't believe in you. But you got to learn how to believe in him and believe in yourself because of what he said. Believers love to believe in Christ, but you never believe in you. When he said, love me and you will love your neighbor as your, you miss that. See, you only love God, and, but you hate you. Pastor, I love God. I love God. But how about you? I love God. 
But that's supposed to come into you to love you enough. Because the people around you see that you don't love you. But how are you going to love a God that... Somebody say, God is calling me to walk out. Which means some of you have been living for your situation too long. Today is your day to come into purpose. Some of you have been living. It's not saying God, God might have you at that job for a reason. You got to know that reason. God doesn't make mistakes in where he has you. You got to learn to walk in where you are and use the grace that he's given you to live out of it. I've learned to stop complaining and live out of the grace that he's rendered to me. But they don't like me. That's good. They don't like you. They're not supposed to. Maybe you need to learn how to be liked in you when people don't like you. Well, you know, everybody's against me. That might be a good thing because because you keep looking at them. You're proving to me that you need to learn how to go over through, go through that. How are you going to be a millionaire and every, how are you going to be an excuse? Me, let's get out of the millions. Let's come to the thousands. How are you going to be a thousandaire and you learn about what they're saying? Two people. So you spend your whole day on what two people said today. When you become getting into something, all your family calling you. You owe me. Yeah, you owe me. You know what time it is. Oh, trust me, they all call it. Out of the woodwork. But because you're going to be so controlled by what they're saying. How in the world are you going to grow from this level if you can't even hone into what God is saying beyond what they're saying? Not knowing, watch this, they will come into who you are when you learn to hold posture in what he's created you to be. That's what we miss out of our issues. That's why he made uh, uh, Pharaoh hard heartened. He said, not only that y'all going to go through because I'm pushing you forward, but I want them to see what I'm doing. God is not only making your enemies their enemies. I know, I, you know what, it makes me so mad when preach, people preach that. God, you show your enemies, but your enemy needs to see him too. And we're like, yeah, you against me, and we're ready to go fight. We like, no, I'm going to call that joker. That, that joker. I'm going for it. But what about God want to show them too? So your blessing is not only for you to manifest in, it's to show them that he's God too. And when he see that God too, there everybody can worship him. When you learn to manifest, can you give me a little bit of music? When you learn to manifest who you are, in Christ. It, let me tell you something. Stop detecting who you are in Christ based on what you feel and your understanding. Let me share something with you. You're not going to know everything that God is trying to do with you. That's why he called you to faith. You don't know the whole story. He won't give it to you. Why? Because you know, if you have you, huh? If you had to show me how to go through this, yeah, I probably would have reconsidered a couple of things. But it's time for us to come into. Oh, y'all on the wavelength. All right now. All right. I, I know my hill song ends. I say, somebody, all right, yeah, all right. Hallelujah. <laughs> my hill song ends. I say, I, they play that. Jesus must came and I'm doing it. 
you have to realize. And I feel like God was saying, son, I need you to tell them, stop living in this world. Everything you talk about is, everything you discern is in God said, teach them to learn how to live above. Stop being down there with them. When you learn to be consistent up here, they'll come up with you. The problem is you're being tested by them because you saw, you told them your God. So why are you not proving your God? You, can, you don't prove your God in their realm. You prove your God in another realm, another world. That's why when I have the mind of Christ, I walk in a meeting. I don't see like they see. I say, God gave me another plan. They're like, where you get that from? You know what's so interesting? God says, the oppressor and the poor man, I give them light, light to the eyes of both. He give life to the eyes of who? So what you don't understand is God even uses the oppressor to get the job done. That's why when you look at millionaires, they give more than we give. Because they know the principle. But that's hard for us to understand because we're praying Christians. But we're not coming and living up to the mind that he's called us to live. Because we're playing defense. I want to encourage you today that no matter what you're going through, no matter what your backpack is holding, all the issues and problems and situations and circumstances, if you keep your eyes on that, you're going to continue to cycle in that. You, watch this. You're going to create jobs to deal with that. You're going to work your whole life to fix that. Well, you know, I got to make it. I got to make it happen. How many years they've been making it happen? But if you turn your face in the place in the space of grace, God is strengthening you to learn to discern his mind. You come into the things that he told about you for why you came. You were chosen out of millions of sperm cells. You, were cho you already won. You came in fighting and winning. Don't you waste this life. Telling me about your situation. God has chosen you out of millions. Say, no, I want that one here for such a time as this. Out of you, thousands of souls are waiting. Out of you, families are waiting. Out of you, children are waiting. Out of you, organizations are waiting. Out of you, answers are waiting. Out of you, schools are waiting. Out of you, governments are waiting. Out of, come on, out of you, they are waiting for the answer. But you keep looking for the world for the answer. And God has put the answer in you.